<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Les. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we are discussing season one, episode seven, titled The Homecoming Hangover. Original air date July 20th, 2010, written by Tamar Laddie, directed by Chris Grismer. After the homecoming dance, the liars try to sort out the devastation. A isn't the only one who's sending Arya texts as tensions rise in the Montgomery household. I feel like that was a bad grammar sentence. That summary was a snooze fest. Boring. Almost like this episode. Oh. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I drifted off a lot and had to come wow. snap back. And I don't even know where I went. It was mostly with the Emily scenes. Okay. I mean, I look forward to filling you in on yeah, what has occurred. Thank you. And maybe you'll have some different insight now that you know what's happening. My little poison tonight, we had a sugar cookie almond milk latte from Starbucks. Can you give me insight, one, why you chose this, which I know you'll get into, but how you found it? And I have to thank you because I told Aunt over the weekend, I really wanted a seasonal hot beverage. And I almost texted you over the weekend because I was like, Liz always comes up with the best drinks. <laughs> My version of a seasonal Brevet, do you know what I got on Sunday? The Americano? No, a London Fog, oh. <laughs> which I love. I love a London Fog, but that's not seasonal. No, you can get that at any time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had seen, now we don't, Michelle and I don't typically like very sweet drinks and sugar cookie is something I normally would never go for, but I had seen on, you know, on the TikTok or wherever people were like, you got to get the sugar cookie almond it's the best it's the best seasonal drink that starbucks has so i'm like okay and i look and honestly all it is is almond milk steamed hot or you can get it iced with the three pumps of cookie sugar cookie syrup of course i only got one pump just for the taste but it was already it was very sweet just one pump i can't even imagine having three pumps yeah this is almost teetering too sweet but it was very very enjoyable oh i'm glad so it's just one pump just one pump. Um, basically, a lot. It's a latte with almond milk with one pump of sugar cookie syrup, which I'm sure you could probably order and get it cheaper. Now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> oh, this is on the menu. Yeah, it's like it's le- their sugar cookie almond milk latte. That's what it is. Oh my but god! But I, I changed the amount of pumps. Actually, a little sidebar. You can keep this in, and it has nothing to do with Pair to Liars. But today, I went to Starbucks and I got a grande cafe miso. It was three sixty five, right? And I was like, "Wow, that works out pretty well." Then I went to visit my aunt. There was a COVID outbreak. I threw that coffee out because I got superstitious. Oh no! <laughs> so I went to Starbucks and got another coffee. The same thing. I got a grande cafe misto with with almond milk, and it was four seventy five. Huh? Why is that? Did you that ever happen to you? Starbucks? No, I went to a different Starbucks. That's suspicious. I'm gonna contact them. I would. Has this ever happened to you? You know, I have to be honest, I never look at the price. Oh. <laughs> I am that person when it comes to coffee. No, that I, I'm just like, put it in the cart. Put it on my tab. For sure. And I usually don't. It's just I look and then I always tip because I use my gold card. And so I always add a tip on top of it. And I so I was see. like, interesting. I was, like to me, that was like a tall price. Grande is usually four dollars and something. Yeah. So I was like, what the heck? And then I maybe went, they just put it in wrong wait did you you did through mobile app did mobile app the first time drive through the second time it's the way that the person put it in then i think it's probably supposed to be cheaper right because the miso is always cheaper than a latte correct but a grande with a different milk is usually four dollars yeah because of the 50 cents 75 yeah yeah. so the 365 i was like wow this is like really cheap for a grande but i'm going with it huh yeah very interesting. Anyway, yeah. little Starbucks talk. Oh, I love Starbucks talk. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and it's funny enough, like I don't enjoy Starbucks coffee. Yeah. I only ever get their cold brew these days because I enjoy it the most. I feel like it's the most flavorful and not burnt tasting. But, you know, when I'm feeling adventurous. They're, they're blonde espresso. I have said it. I do like it. And I, I like their espresso. And their Americanos are really good. Anyway, so anyway. in case you're wondering, and the link for the 
drink will be in the description for the episode. So if you're curious, you want to go to Starbucks, you just read it off or you can select it in the app. It's super easy and delicious. Michelle's mic just toppled over. <laughs> That's some good visual. <laughs> just like, bloop. Down we go. All right. All right. So we pick up. <laughs> All right. So we pick up right where we left off. Michelle was excited about this. She's like, oh, shit, we're going to get to see it. Awesome. So the girls run to try and find Emily, but they can't find her. They're calling her cell phone. They find her cell phone, but no Emily. They head into the chem lab where they see blood, which is a lot of blood for that little I mean, Emily had blood on her head, and then Toby also had blood on his face because he got scratched. So that blood was from Tobifer. Yes. Emily escaped and then tripped. Tripped, and then he must... I guess she went unconscious because he must have picked her up, put her in the back of his car to take her to the ER. But you know what doesn't make sense? I'm sure it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. (laughs) But let's say she tripped in the hallway on her silver high heels. Would that cause the blood? Right. Did she smack her head? They don't talk about her having a concussion. We all, all we see is her with a cast on her arm. Yeah. And some bruises. But in the car, in Tobifer's backseat, she's she's pretty bloody. bloody. Unless he touched his face, touched her. We don't know. Carried her. Cross contamination. Marissa Ryan Ryan style. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And we'll probably never know, unfortunately. Oh, no. Mm. Emily, as we said, she's luckily fine. Toby did bring her to the ER. He drops her off and skips town because he's probably shit in a brick, panic struck. He already has a reputation in the town. He can't afford to have it again. He goes. But to add to some excitement, Emily does win the Toyota Corolla. Which it's cracks just me so up. weird. Is this, this is it product was, placement? Obviously, there yeah. was no need for it to come back in this episode, but it does make an appearance again. Emily has great karma, as Hannah said. She must again have good karma because she won a car and she survived and didn't die. Does this Corolla stay throughout the season? I couldn't tell you. I totally forgot this was even a thing. So the girls go to visit Emily at home, and they explain their suspicions about toby yet again emily's still convinced though that he wasn't trying to kill her because if he was trying to why is she in her bedroom and not in a body bag quote from emily true and why would he bring her to the er right if you wanted to kill someone you would have a very easy way of doing it yeah but he didn't he tried to help her and then skip town and then pam good old pam (laughs) hears from officer barry that her daughter did not go to the dance with Ben, which we haven't even talked about Ben in a few episodes now. And when she hears it's Toby, she, of course, plays it off like she knew, but she in- inside is dying. Where are Toby and Jenna's parents? Um, I don't even know if we meet them, to be honest. I don't remember. We probably meet them. Shouldn't they have a say on what's going on with their kids and the slander against them? Of course they should. I don't even recall any parents for yeah, them great. so awesome sweet <laughs> yep uh so as we said toby has left town the girls want emily to go to the police and she's like no um i'm not really willing to do that yet i told them that i fell and i don't really know what happened so she's obviously still covering for him because she feels some sort of kinship to him like she feels like maybe did i make it up i don't know like what's going on in my head was he trying to hurt me was he not i'm not really sure because he saves her he saves her even though he like basically started the entire issue (laughs) so he feels really guilty and really shitty about it so hannah sees back to hang out with emily a little bit and this is when hannah when emily questions hannah on why emily would want maya at the dance and Hannah admits that A did send her a picture of them kissing. And what a wonderful scene is Hannah just being like, you don't have to like sign a contract on who you are. You could be Toby, be Emily with Toby one day and Emily with Maya the next. I was just like, Hannah. Hannah is my favorite. Yeah, I for really. the past couple of episodes, truly. Same. She's a good one. 
She's a good egg. She's a good egg. Uh, she's, you know, saying, I know it's scary, but you should do this because you shouldn't hide who you are anymore. Then later, Emily wakes up from resting to find Jenna and her German shepherd in her bedroom to check on her. She's brought her some cookies, may or may not be poisoned. <laughs> Nobody ate them. And Jenna questions where Toby is. She thinks that Emily would know where Toby is. Emily swears she doesn't. Jenna's also worried about the file and the secrets that it holds and that it's in the wrong hands, aka Hannah's hands. What I also don't understand is Pam obviously does not approve of Toby, doesn't approve of this family, yet let Jenna She let in, Jenna in with the dog. In Emily's room while Emily was sleeping with a plate of cookies. Pam was hesitant to let <laughs> Hannah go upstairs. But Jenna could come in with cookies. But Jenna, no problem. Go on in, sweetie. Right up the stairs. Yeah. Bring your dog. Maybe she feels bad for her. I don't know. It's not the way she's playing it. No. She also thinks that Jenna is weird. Yeah. I mean, Jenna. Jenna is a little weird. (laughs) She's a little strange. (laughs) She's a little weird. (laughs) Uh, But Emily tries to text her friends about the file. And at this point, Pam comes in says we're gonna have an unplugged session here we're gonna basically just like read magazines and stare at each other she's asking emily well why didn't you tell me you were gonna go to the dance with toby did you think i wouldn't approve because guess what i don't he's the town loner people cross the street when he's walking by and emily is like uh oh uh, like she doesn't really know what to say to her mom and then the more pam goes in on how bad of a guy toby is emily's like i'm just gonna go to sleep just leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it anymore. How did you feel about Emily in this episode? Did you drift off at all? I know you've seen her <laughs> a thousand times, but her, her, and I don't mean this as an insult, her doe-eyed, trying to figure it out. She's so innocent. She's trying to figure out how she feels. I know she just went through this event. I'm just like, mm-hmm. Emily, you're making me bored. Well, yeah, I think her scenes were probably the least appealing scenes of the episode <laughs> and they shouldn't have been right because it's all based around her getting into an accident and with toby right and the mystery of where he is yeah i i can agree i think we were just very like gung-ho on hannah yeah. this yeah. week that it was just whatever hannah was doing and hannah with lucas and hannah with sean it was that was the interesting part so later on the girls end up destroying the file <laughs> if you would call it that, without Emily. And then Emily is forced to tell Jenna that the file is no more and don't worry about it because it's gone and nobody will ever see it except the girls threw it in the river and it's, you know, the ink is preserved and A finds the papers. What? (laughs) First off, they litter. (laughs) Two, the the sound mixing in this scene was awful. And I was like, maybe it's just my TV, but... No, it was really distracting. You couldn't really hear what they were saying. They had nature sounds them talking and music yeah layer 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 yeah and there there didn't need to be the music if you're gonna have the nature sounds the nature sounds we get it you're outside and then aria to just be like fine Ooh, peaked there done and throws them in the river you know what's funny is i see aria to be the one who would want to litter the least right out of all of them and she was the one who did that good point i don't like it but also what an awful way to get rid of paperwork. Right. I mean, starting a fire in the woods wasn't great either. Definitely not good. And I think Mike mentioned it in the chat. Does no one have a, a paper, paper shutter? shutter? Right. She li- she works. In- Hannah works in a clerical office, in a doctor's office. They definitely have a paper shutter. It's HIPAA not to shut your shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Continuity on that. But for the dramatic effect, A takes the papers, of course. We... Also then hear from the police later on that they find Toby's motorcycle. It's really badly beaten up. They haven't found Toby. We see Jenna hysterical. We see Emily really upset. She said she couldn't even ask Jenna if what happened because she was too afraid to know. And then Emily gets a text from A stating, thanks for getting Toby out of my way. Alluding that this is basically too easy and that he's not A. And also Spencer being like, I'm not going to cry about this. <laughs> she was harsh. And Hannah's like, if it's <laughs> if she cared about him, she could cry over him, Spencer. She's just all of us. And I love her. 
just so much. She just says whatever's on her mind. But yeah, this definitely makes it seem like Dobifer is not A. Right. Or is he? We don't know. True. He could be setting this up. It's just in that scene, I couldn't get over Spencer. Like, <laughs> now is not the time. Why did you She's even have to mean. insert that? She's mean. I'm not going to. Who asked you, Spencer? <laughs> no one cares how you feel about Tobifer. Right. You could say, right. You see your friend is upset <laughs> about it. Right. Like, you wouldn't just be like, I don't care. I'm you not going to cry no. over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she was rude. Definitely rude. And then we do have a scene at school where after the Hannah and Emily conversation, Emily eventually works up the courage to go up to Maya and tell her that the photos are out there and she's okay with it. And we'll see what happens there. Maya's like, are you sure you're okay with it? And Emily's like, yeah, like I'm done hiding. So we'll see. Yeah, a little bit of a snoozy Emily portion this week. Mike is still shipping these two out of all the ships in the total Betty no, Will. universe. Will, I'm Will. sorry. Will, Will, Will. I was picturing <laughs> Will's face, but somehow said Mike. Uh, they, they, I just, I still can't get over it, and I'll I know. continue to bring it I up. I love it. I think it's great. Um, okay. Another snoozy is Aria. Sorry, not sorry. She's snoozy every week. <laughs> She's so snoozy. And it was better this week that Ezra wasn't there, but also it was we were still harping on the whole Ezra stuff that it was just as bad. So. I agree. I agree. She's going through a ton of shit these days. As we know, her parents are acting more like children and communicating via their children and not really speaking to each other. We do have a scene where Byron explains that he and Ella were young when they met each other. And then Arya's like, you weren't young. You were in college. I'm like, uh, you're younger than that, so stop thinking that you're not. And this also, I do understand what Byron was saying. Like, sometimes you get into a relationship when you're super young and you're with someone for so and long. And you grow into different directions. Yeah, and this conversation truly sh- showed us, like, how young Aria is. Right, and she's so, you can tell she's she's obviously ultimately upset about her parents, but then she's, like, in her brain, like, well, if you love someone, you don't, yeah. you don't give up basically saying like well Ezra gave up on me mm-hmm. yeah yeah typical teenager. teenager teenager for sure um but he says he still loves Ella but things are different and that they d- definitely need to spend some time apart mostly Ella pushing that they need to spend the time apart and uh yeah and then and then Arya says well does this have to do with Meredith and he says no Meredith is just someone I work with this has nothing to do with her at this point We are seven episodes in, and we're giving this storyline to the parents of just the divorce, right? It's so... It's a lot of time. We're focusing a lot of time on that. Yeah, but we never see anything else about them. We never see Byron at work. Like, I'm thinking of our other other children Mm -hmm. in our network Mm -hmm. that got screen time. Like, we would see... Bart at work or we would see Lily doing her things. We would see Sandy at the office. Like, we felt for these parents. Yeah. These parents... Is their storyline strictly so we see how it affects Arya or do they stand alone as characters? I think eventually they'll stand alone as characters, but they're not, you know, they're not major players like right. Sandy or Kiki or whoever. Juju, yeah. You know. So it's almost like I don't give me less screen time with them. Right. I, I agree. I think it's mostly to to show a background of Arya and you know why she is troubled maybe or why she is the way she is or why the why she thinks the way she does about love mm. uh but i don't really remember what happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't really remember what happens there um anyway so the Ezra issue is also weighing heavy on her mind as we know she's left him voicemails he doesn't return her phone calls the audience can see that Ezra is not home Ezra has a landline. He has a landline. Well, this was, I mean, we, my parents still have a landline. And my mom does too. Yeah. But they're it's also like old school parents age. Right. But I guess in 2010, I guess you had a landline when you're yeah, in your I mean, 20s. Yeah. I mean, I did because when I lived at home, it's the same phone my parents have. Had. Yeah. But when I lived in my apartment, I did not have a landline. Right. Well, I mean, as soon as I moved out, we never got a landline. Right. My mom still to this day is like, you need a landline. Yeah. What if the power goes out? I'm like, but I have a cell phone. Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> and if the power goes out. What if there's an emergency? I'm like, I'll use my cell phone. All of the cell towers are going to be dead. Well, then what's the point? Because then I can't dial out anywhere. It's just an old school thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Arya does receive some flowers. Super excited because I think she thinks they're from Ezra. And then Ella's like, who are they from? And she like doesn't say anything. But then Mike walks in to interrupt. And she's really creeped out to find out that it's from Hannah's boyfriend dish, Sean. <laughs> and she's Eek. like, ew. <laughs> yeah. Um, super cringy. In school, Arya heads to talk to Ezra. He is not there. A substitute teacher is, who is the author, Sarah Shepard. She's covering for him today. It's very vague on when he's going to be returning, if he's going to be returning. And then later, Arya heads to Ezra's apartment building, which, like, you shouldn't make it known that you know where your teacher lives. Right. People, and then someone was in the building with her. Doesn't look good. And then she says, Ezra, Ezra, knocks on the door. Nobody answers. So she takes it upon herself to get the spare key under the mat and let herself in. And then says, Ezra? I'm like, if he... He's clearly not home. And if he is, he does not want to talk to you. This is breaking and, and you broke you broke in and you entered his apartment. And during that time, of course, a phone call of messages being left for Ezra stating that he's having a prospective job interview opportunity, I guess, in New York, whatever, Monday, whatever date this is. So now Arya's like, okay, he's leaving. We also see Arya approach Sean in school uh, to reprimand him for sending her the flowers. It's very obvious he wanted to dig at Hannah by doing this. Arya defends Hannah saying she loves you. She'd do anything for you. It's nauseating how much she talks about you. And I think that obviously clicked in Sean's brain. And then they see Mike and some other kid get into a fight. And so Arya runs over and Sean also helps break up the fight. Because of this, Ella and Byron are forced to come to school. They're fighting at school about what's right, who did this, whose fault it is. Unnecessary. Yeah, it's just exhausting. Yeah, it didn't need to happen. And then they argue about what's best. And Ella keeps pushing, well, Byron, I think you should move out. And he says that he won't. And then later you see the last scene is that Ella is moving out. Yeah, I'm shocked by this. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. But distance is distance. She needed it from him. She's still going to be their mom and, you know, they'll work things out. So we'll see what happens there. On to our girl, Hannah. As we noted, Hannah is getting lots of backlash from Sean from ditching him last week. They need to make up their king and queen photo. So Lucas is assigned to take this photo of them in their dance attire and their crowns. This dress we were saying looked so much better in party lighting. It almost seems like it was a copy of it, right? Yeah. Like the beading seemed corny in the middle. Not corny, tacky. And the fabric seemed different. The ruching. I know. It's so strange. But lighting could do wonders, right? Unless it's not the the same dress. I don't know. Um, But Lucas starts taking the photos he's definitely teasing sean a little bit or sean's like really feeding into lucas being there and he doesn't he's already upset with hannah so he's annoyed with lucas and they wrap up the pictures sean needs to get to practice later on lucas and hannah are looking at the yearbook photos and lucas tells hannah how he was really intimidated by her and by her posse and ally and they bond over allison giving them both awful nicknames and how she was feared but then hannah says well she had a really nice side too just nobody really saw that especially lucas lucas never got the treatment from hannah so then they are cute watching turkeys on snowboards and cats playing ping pong and they kind of graze each other's hands and Lucas freaks out and Hannah seems to have no problem with it. She's like, what's the big deal? Well, she didn't notice it. Yeah. She's just like, what? Like it didn't, didn't even phase her, but to him it was like everything. Did Allie, does she have any siblings? Funny you ask that. (laughs) She does. (laughs) We just haven't met them. No, we haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So typical teenage stuff, Hannah and Sean, uh, Hannah and Lucas are being goofy watching these videos. And then Sean has taken 
Arya's advice, goes over to see Hannah, and Hannah shows Sean the turkey on the s- snowboard, and Sean's like, that's so stupid. Clearly sh- pushing that. They have really nothing in common anymore, yeah. and he doesn't find what she finds funny, and he's like kind of over it. What do you think of Sean going over and being like, oh, we're good. Hannah Banana. Everything's fine. It seemed forced and fake. Yeah. Please end. Maybe Michelle's suspicions are correct. Are we done with Sean? (laughs) Um, He's not on the island. He needs to go away. He's boring. confirm that. He's super boring. He's just too vanilla. He's just too vanilla. Yeah. It's boring. Last couple alert. Spencer and Alex. Michelle rolls her eyes. I'm still into it. I'm digging it. No, Liz was just <laughs> gr- like loving the chemistry. I I feel like de- well, I'll get to it. So as we know, Spencer ignored Alex all during the homecoming dance the night before. So she goes to see him at work to apologize. She heads to the club to find that Alex is now on kitchen duty, being that they laid a ton of people off. Spencer is groveling for another chance with Alex, and so he accepts, but only if he can plan the whole thing. And Spencer's type A personality is like, oh, all right, I'll I get take it. you up on it. Sure. <laughs> so she she accepts. But then Alex cancels later on because he told her he has to work, and Spencer gets upset because she says the club is closed on Mondays, but yet she still goes anyway to just to make sure he's at the work. Well, she thought or he was to, lying. Or to, con- you know, confirm that he's not there. And he is there. And he has to stay to set up for some brunch the next day. She stays to help him. They have a great day until she heads into, like, the supply closet and finds the bitch board. <laughs> I had made a visual. Oh, yeah. If you're watching on YouTube or check it out. The yeah. bitch board. Can we back up? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things I want to note. Yeah, let's do it. The chef. Was he added in there for comedic relief? Yeah, we never, ever see him again. And honestly, I didn't even catch what he said the first two times I watched it. He told Alex, don't bother me. I'll be in a puddle of my own oh, filth. filth. Disgusting. Did he improv that? Did someone, mm. some like low writer in the room was like, hey, can I get this line in? And they're like, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Sure. Also, the hairnet situation. Alex is not wearing one. And Spencer's th- barely wearing one. She's wearing it in the cute way of like, let me have a little side bang peek out. Right, we don't want to look like too s- naked head. Right. And no washing of hands. <laughs> no washing of hands. But Mike said she did wipe her hands. On what? I didn't see it, but I wasn't paying that close of attention. Don't I was looking to- at Diego. <laughs> yeah. Don't mean to nitpick, but. Right. Bitch but board. Exactly. Will says a, a new spinoff idea is that Spencer quits high school, goes to cooking school, becomes the female Gordon Ramsay. Either that or Alex needs to gain 80 pounds and become John Favreau and chef. I'm about I'm about both that. Of that. I'm about both of them. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> so the two, they're jiving. They're jiving each other. But then, of course, we get the revelation of the bitch board. And Alex says to Spencer, like, people here need to blow off some steam the members of this club are not nice and it goes two ways. Like every, we you know people talk about other people and they needed to just blow off some steam. And so Spencer realizes like, this is the family that I live in. And this is how people that I, people in my family treat other people. Like she has a really big realization if she didn't already know that she's very privileged and, uh, it can come rub people the wrong way a lot of times if you're not nice and gracious about your privilege. So she's taken aback. And then I guess she's upset when she leaves. And then Michelle's like, wait, she comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think maybe she's just like kind of sitting in the corner, like sulking and like, then just like moment. had a moment and had to come back in. Okay. I'm not really sure. It's unclear. And then the two get over it and they start dancing to... One of Diego's songs, Sempre Tea. I think that's what it's called. No, I okay. Mm-hmm. This scene. Oh, no. When I tell you this scene is burned into my brain as like a, like a, when I think of Pretty Little Liars, I think of a lot of scenes, but like I think of this scene. Don't ask me why. This scene will forever be in my brain. I think it's because it's so cringy. 
Yeah, but you had the hots for it. Not the dancing part, just the kiss part. The dancing part, I wanted to run out the other room, <laughs> run into the other room. I was like, no, 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 make it stop, make it stop. He's a very good dancer. And it was like, what they were doing was cute. It just was like, it went on for too long and it was really cheesy. I felt it was not fitting for this type of show. Also, not believable for teenagers. Right. Michelle put the argument up that they're only 16. Like, who would just break out and dance like this? Like, you would dance like... But he's like, Spanish. You know, he's got rhythm. That's fine. And sure. he's like, let me show you my moves. And I'm like, yes. But also, I want to run away. Yeah, I don't. And I like <laughs> corn and I like cheese. I didn't like this. But I did really like the like it was sexual he was like behind her and then like she faces him and they they start making out and i was like you know i really enjoy this chemistry like they i believe that they were so into each other yeah no i i believe that so that's what i really liked about it like that part of the scene like made the other cringy part like deal like workable for me okay so got it yeah but that, that, that's my summary. Okay. <laughs> Did I forget anything? I feel like I was all over the place really? today. No, yeah. I think you flowed nicely. We touched Thank upon you. everyone. All right, good. So we're going to take a short break and you'll hear what's going on in the Rosewood shop. <laughs> all right. The flavor of the week is coffee ice cream. Since the title of the episode is The Homecoming Hangover, in shows and movies, you always see people having coffee when they are hungover, so I thought it was fitting. Also, I wanted to choose a single ice cream flavor for the week because of the theme of being alone. We have Aria feeling alone because Ezra is MIA. Even though Emily's mom spends the day in Emily's room with her reading magazines, she feels isolated and cut off from her friends. Mike feels abandoned by his parents and starts acting out. Byron and Ella have separated. Sean is all moody because Hannah has left him alone at homecoming, and it seems as Lucas has felt alone all through school and doesn't really have any friends, especially since Allie used to tease him. Used to tease <laughs> What was that? Can you keep this in? I was like, okay, good. We're doing good. And I was like, wait, what? I was doing so well. Mother F. Especially since Ellie. It was like it was like a used enough of my breath that I couldn't catch it. I, I have been there. That was really beautiful. <laughs> Wait, Ellie used to tease him all the time. That's what Mike was saying. Oh. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. Yeah. Uh this week actually we received we received two emails from an anonymous source. We re- it's A. A from rosewoodpa at gmail.com. <laughs> they say, I've heard that you've been talking about me. You are liars. Heads up, BFFs. It's open season on liars and I'm hunting. And then they say, so you liked my fortune cookie girls. Well, here's a fortune for you. Loose lips sink ships. I've heard everything you've said. I'm loving okay. this. A little backstory. This email pops up. On Total Betty Podcast Network. Yes. And I sent, I take a screen. I sent to Liz. I go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I was like, huh? And you're like, this is fun. And I'm like, yeah, this is so fun. I just find it weird it was sent to Total Betty and not We Are Liars. I know. And so I think, A, now, we're gonna, now I'm going to guess A in real life and A in the show. I think A is Mike. I could agree to that. Mike is one of our patrons. Mike, I think you're A. And I think why? Because this email came, the first email came through like very shortly after talking Texas Forever email. And that, oh. I pictured Mike sitting at the computer with his correspondences and being like, <laughs> Texas Forever. A. <laughs> so I'm hunting too. Oh, I love this. And and I truly don't know. So yeah. I'll guess with you. I, I want to say it's also Mike. Yeah. It's definitely one of the true Bettys. If it's not, I will be floored. 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 And I'd be like, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> or it's like a bunch of them. And they oh, all share they, an email. It's the A-team. And it's kind of like Gossip Girl 2021 where a bunch of them are yes. in it. The A-team. It's like the A-team. Yeah. So we have to guess mm, every week. I love it. Unless A stops. Please don't stop, eh? I want this to go on for seven years. (laughs) Just like I have to go on for seven years. No pressure. Some trivia, as I teased, 
Diego Bonetta sings a song he and Spencer dance to in the kitchen. It's called Sempre 2. And I forgot that he was also in Rock of Ages, the movie. I was like, this guy's been in other things oh, and I yeah. can't remember. And I'm like, wait, duh. He's just like a singer and songwriter. He's very cute. He's very cute. He's what very did I, cute. I described him last week as like a casual friend you have lunch with at camp, I believe. And you said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I edited that episode and don't remember no, you no, saying I said it. that in the discord okay it's like wait a minute did you say that on mic because i don't remember editing that <laughs> sidebar my foot is having a charlie horse right no now. you ever have like when your toes like so curl <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna need to stretch out go ahead remember we did this yes okay yeah, that's when you cut the ink <laughs> on your pants don't bring that up oh, sorry the ink never came out no. In case y'all were wondering, the ink never came out of my pants. I'm so sorry. In case you guys are wondering, I also bought the same <laughs> pants because <laughs> I love them so much. I might buy another pair. Do they come in different colors? Did you know? No, notice? it was just those. Damn. I know. I want to get them in different fits colors. so well and nothing same. fits my flat ass. I love them so much. I love them so much that during Thanksgiving, everyone wanted to order them. I was like, go on Amazon. Trendsetter. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Um, Mike says in the books that Emily is one of three kids. Wow. Which I did not know. And um, I don't know if that changes my opinion on her or anything, but it's interesting to know. Yeah. Um, continuity when Spencer and Alex are in the club, in the club, club. Uh, the club's kitchen, making fruit kebabs, the fruit on Alex's kebab changes. And when the girls are in the woods going to destroy the file, Arya throws the file up in the air. At first, it's at normal speed, and then it's slowed down. When it's slowed down, you can see Arya speaking, but no audio was coming out. It was a mess of a scene. It was a mess. Of a a scene. mess. The lake was beautiful, though. The yeah, water or was a pretty. Babbling brook about whatever it was, or a crack. Isn't that what PA people a call crook. it? A it's crook. like a cr- wait. Creek is a crook. Is a creek. <laughs> It's a crook, crook. how do they in Pennsylvania? It's not a, a crook. It's a it's not creek. It's like a crick. I think it's a crick. A crick. Someone we'll from PA anyone will. from PA, let us know. We had music by two of my personal favorite artists, Ingrid Michaelson and Missy Higgins. Ugh. Two yeah. AM, Katie Herzig, Diego Boneda, and White Hinterland. So Britsy asks, how long will Sean be around for predictions? Oh, I just um, Hair. poked your leg. I'm sorry Did about you? that. <laughs> your feet are so warm. My toes are so cold. Oh, stretch them out. I'll hold them. No, it's, I, it's just You have like, a camp sock on. Do you know the camp sock does nothing for the foot? <laughs> it's it does. so true. It's, <laughs> do you feel how cold my toes are? It's almost like you got blueberry. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Oh my god! Listen, those are so cold, and that's my left foot. My right foot is like no circulation. Sometimes I just have Randy hold my feet. Yeah, my one foot. I have Ant do that too. It feels so good. Anyway, what's Uh, your predictions on Sean? Sean, uh, he can't leave sooner. I know soon enough. I should say. I'm pretty sure he's not on the island. Yeah, I would say he's gone. It remind me and i apologize i'll write this down how many episodes in this season 22 yeah we're almost halfway no no i know um he's definitely gone by this season i don't think he makes it into season two i think maybe we'll see him occasionally here and there throughout this season okay do you like spencer and alex as a ship yeah spalix or (laughs) alessa I'm fizzled, Ooh. frazzled, fizzled. Spalix is fun to say, but I don't even know how to say this. Alenisser, like Spencer, Alenisser. That's really hard to say, so I'm not going to do that one. Spalix is better. Can't we just call them Splex? Splex. <laughs> A lot easier. Splex. 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 Which kind of... <laughs> Which kind of... It's harsh, and I think Spencer is harsh. She's very hard. Splex. I'm calling them splits. <laughs> okay, great. Um, everyone wants to know what you think happened to Toby. Uh, I don't think Tobifer is dead. Are you going to confirm it for me? Would you like me to? Yeah. Is he's he on the island? He's not on the island. Yeah. Which could mean he could be a ghost, reappear, we could find his body. However, I don't think he's on the island. I think he went off. He was driving his car, right? He in with um, Emily in the back? Yes. And then he 
they said he ditched his car, got on his motorcycle and drove off. And then that's when they found his motorcycle was destroyed. Yeah, I think he's just chilling. I don't think he's on the island. Okay. What would you have done with Toby's file? I would have kept it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have thrown it in the babbling brook. Absolutely not. And I wouldn't have lit it on fire. No. But then what if for some reason the police come and they have to do a search? How would they search your house? Like what would make them do that? I don't know. They could have a warrant for whatever they want. Or put it back. Right. But oh, but they said that the police were at the office building. So they know that Toby's file was missing, which I find weird. Yeah, why would that they, they s- would know so quickly, even though it's not even been like 24 hours? Like, why would the therapist necessarily go in? I don't know. Yeah, I think I would have just uh, kept it. Yeah, for sure. Mike adds, who's going to come back first? Ezra or Toby? I'm hoping for Toby. Ezra, I hope he's gone. It was a blessing not to have him in this news fest of an episode. I hope, I feel like we'll see Ezra. Well, I'll wait to make my predict till you give me a secret and the title. Sure. Sure. Now that Amaya is officially on, Amaya is officially on, how do you think that Emily will navigate coming out to her friends and family? How do you think Pam will take it? This is from Kate M. Are they officially on? She just said, hey, the pictures might be seen. I guess alluding to like, I'm not afraid of this anymore. So it's going to be super slow still. I don't think her mom will know for a while. I don't think, I think they'll. When do you predict Pam will know? Um, The end of this season. Okay. So they're going to date in secret. Emily's not going to be comfortable. Maybe her friends will know, but Pam no won't know until the end. I still, I feel like only Hannah will know for a little while. Okay. Even though they're okay with it. I just don't think, I just don't think Pam's going to find out right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aria going into Ezra's apartment was pretty bold. Do you think Ezra might have told her at some point about his hideaway key? Or is she just an asshole that thinks she can do whatever she wants? I think a little bit of both. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think she knew the key was there. And it was like, I'm just going to enter because I'm worried. And also, how dare you not answer me? How many times could she have possibly gone to his apartment building in this span of time of knowing each other, though? I think- she was only there the two times, right? Yeah, but I think maybe in conversations like, oh, I have a key under my mask. Which is so d- it's dangerous. And it's an apartment building. Anybody can enter. That's it's not true. a good hiding spot. No, it's not. It's bad. Yeah. Very, very bad. The neighbor could just be like, oh, let me look under the mat. Cool, let me enter. Right. Don't keep your keys under mats. <laughs> like Paris Hilton in the bling ring. Yeah. It's so bad. Paris. Right, like to your mansion. Like first it's unlocked and then she locks it but leaves a key under the Right. <laughs> Paris, what? Great. It's just great. Love you, Bob. Uh Concerning Ella and Byron, and others also want to know this, Kate says, when I realized that Ella was leaving, my first initial reaction was that that's not fair, that she should be the one to have to leave when it was Byron who fucked up. But then I thought maybe she would might want to get a break and some space to process what happened and to leave Byron to deal with the fallout of their two angry teenagers. What are your thoughts on the arrangement? Yeah, I agree with that. Also, I feel that Ella made a choice to leave. She was like, I'm leaving. I need space. It was on her terms. Right. And Byron refused to leave. So she's like, I guess I have to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she made the right decision. I do too. And like Aria said to her brother, I feel like they know what they're doing. Right. Like perhaps this is for the best. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vic asked, did Ezra leave? Mike adds, is he dead? (laughs) No, unfortunately, he's not dead because there's no way we would put this much stake and you wouldn't tell me it goes on for so long if Ezra died, if Ezra died. So he'll be back in like two episodes. Yeah. Uh, Jess asks, will Emily truly allow things to progress with Maya? Yeah, I guess you kind of. Yeah, yeah. But like slowly, you know, I don't think this is going to be a full blown relationship. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for everyone who sent Thanks. in their questions. Do you have a funny fashion? I know you're talking about the belt on Pam. Yeah, I thought we'd have more belt moments, but Not really just uh, Pam and her belt. But I did like Lucas's track jacket. 
Yes, and then Mike was saying how the shirt underneath was like a very similar color to his skin, and he kept thinking he was had <laughs> his shirt, his jacket open. I was also thinking the same thing. I was like, "Huh, why does it look so strange?" Yeah. Did you have a favorite scene or a cringy scene? Uh, the cringy was the dancing. Yeah, the cringy is the dancing. Yeah, for sure. But I also loved it as we talked about. Yeah, you <laughs> felt it. What about a quote that you liked? You have milk, don't you? I loved I loved Barry the cop, ma'am, everybody lies. And then Hannah saying, Emily, you're not signing a contract. Yeah. I felt that one. Love I was it. like, oh, I loved it so much. Do you have an MVP and shittiest? I do. I have an MVP. All right. MVP on three? Yep. Three, three two, two, one, Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, we had the most votes for Hannah. We love her. We also had Amaya and Lucas. Yeah, Lucas was good. He like teetered for me on creep. But also okay. innocent. Yeah. I think he just like really likes Hannah. Yeah. I, right. You know, like, I think he just really crushes on her. Yeah. And he, he can't believe that someone like her would talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. Shittiest? Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one Aria. You put Aria? Yeah. She annoyed me. She's <laughs> she so... annoys me every week. <laughs> Ooh, let me just throw the file. Oh, let me just enter Ezra's apartment. Yeah. She's like the most childish out of the four. Yes. She's like really annoying. Although I felt she was trying to help her brother. I understand mm-hmm. they're both going through the divorce parent thing, but she was annoying. We had the most votes for Sean. People were like upset with his attitude, which I feel like didn't. I felt like most of it was justified. Yeah. You know, he was just mad at Hannah for leaving. And Hannah was like, my friend cracked her head open. He's like, but it wasn't even it was before that you were leaving me. Yeah. I get it. It's very yeah. high school. Okay. Um, we had the most votes for Sean, but we also had Byron. We had Pam. And then we had flashback Allison <laughs> for being mean. Call- well, we didn't have real Allison, but yeah, 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 a flash, yeah. you know, a, a sense that she called uh, Lucas Hermie. Uh, let's go into a Betty of the week. Yes. Let's turn it around. You're a total Betty. Jess, my forever friend. Jess! Our forever friend. We love Jess. You guys have been chatting White Lotus all up in that yeah, Discord. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and I just wanted to thank her yet again for pledging with us been with us for so long and you mean so much to us and you literally will be our forever friend of the network we're so happy that you're here and that you stick around so we love you girl thanks jess what about an emoji i was thinking there's a file in the emojis i checked it out i also checked out maybe a camera flash for like the pictures but i feel like a file is better I think that's great i was gonna uh suggest a crown or a crown. But I like the file. Let's do that. Okay, let's do a file. Let's put the file wherever you'd like. Maybe you want to DM us on Total Betty Podcast Network over on Instagram, maybe Discord chat and email. Maybe you would like to put that in an Apple Podcast review and rate it five stars. Maybe that's something you want to consider. So if you haven't already and you're enjoying this podcast, leave us a rating review on Apple Podcast. It would mean so much to us. Helps us get on those charts. Helps us be found by other PLL loving peeps out there. And Michelle's going to read our next review. Yeah, this is the uh, Pretty Liar of the Week. The Pretty Liar. From Muse Chick, five stars. Woohoo. I was told countless of times not to watch this show because it's a roller coaster. Now that the ladies are doing a podcast on it, I thought I'd give it a chance because I will listen to anything they podcast about. Their podcasts are so fun. They answer all your questions in detail and they have special segments for each one. They really care about their listeners. So I'm getting on this roller coaster, and no matter where it takes me, I know it will be worth it. Also, check out Tree Hill Talk, Let's Talk OC, Three Gossip Girls, and Talk in Texas Forever to see the fun I'm talking about. Heart emoji, heart emoji. Oh, I can't forget River Pod. I know. <laughs> Why did you bring that up, Louie Mike? Ah, no. I did that purpose. Thank, Thank you, Vic. Thank you, Vic. So sweet. Super appreciate it. That was it. a great review. It was wonderful. I love all the plugs of yeah. all the pods. All right, my final thing to do is just give you the title for next week and my secret. Oh, 
Are you ready? Yep. So the title for episode eight of season one is Please Do Talk About Me When I'm Gone and My Secret to Be Revealed. It's a really long title. It is. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. My secret is that one of Allison's family members will make an appearance next week and they are not happy with the way the investigation is going. How weird that I just asked I you. Know. Cool. <laughs> so someone's coming back from college. College? And it's going to be Whoa. super upset with how they haven't figured it out. Or, or yeah, how they haven't figured it out. Hmm. And the girls will see said person. I'm feeling a feeling a brother. A brother. Allie has a brother. Yeah. An older sibling. Mm-hmm. It has to be an older sibling because I don't think younger siblings would care that much. Right. How the investigation was going. Mm. So that's my prediction for that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Ezra, I think we'll be back in not next week. Week after. Okay. I think Sean's slowly gonna fade out and soon we'll be saying Sean who? Yeah. And Amaya will come together very slowly and Hannah will know and then the friends will know and then Pam will know by the end of the season. Okay. Those are my predictions. Great. We do get a lot of flashbacks next week. Cool. Yeah, which I always love. Yeah. Because you get to see them younger and we get to see Allison. So maybe we, we also find out why Allison is the way she is why she is evil. Like Lucas was like Allison in her coven. Mm. She's She was straight up evil. You guys maybe not, were not that way. Right. Well, then that's it. That's it. That's the episode for this week. We hope that you enjoyed this uh, lackluster episode. I guess Michelle wasn't into it. <laughs> next week will be better. I hope next week will be better. Um, yeah, so stick around. We'll be back next week for episode eight. And we... We'll have a patron. We will have a patron. The patron has not been selected yet. So if you're, um, well, congrats to who you are because you already know by now since the episode is out. So congrats to who you are. We look forward to chatting with you next week. And we'll be back. Episode eight. See you later. Hey, thanks so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast part of the Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to find out more about our network, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. If you'd like to join in on the fun with submitting questions and comments, weareliarspod at gmail.com is where you'll find us. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.